This is Solutions for Families, where parents come with problems and leave with solutions. I'm Paula Fellingham. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is how to make responsible decisions. As you know, one of the most important skills to teach in the home is how to make decisions. Children learn this best in families when they have many, many opportunities to make decisions and when parents explain the reasons for their decisions. Making decisions is a fundamental skill that's important throughout life, as you know. Young people who have not made decisions about who they are and what they want to do in their life, those young people are the most vulnerable to peer pressure. Inexperienced decision makers are more likely to rely on others to make their decisions and to define their values for them. On the other hand, those who make many decisions as they're growing up are usually more capable of making choices that will result in their happiness and growth. Decision-making can and should be encouraged by parents from a fairly early point in childhood. Young children can't make many decisions alone because they don't have the experience to avoid safety hazards or always to act in their own best interest or to decide within a value system. Parents can, however, let them make choices within limits. Yes, parents can say, Honey, you cannot play in the street, but you can play in the backyard or in the house. Which would you like to do? Or, it's almost time for bed. Would you rather get ready for bed now and then read until it's sleeping time? Or, would you like to play a board game and then get ready for bed? Yes, decisions, easy decisions. But it's so important that when parents offer choices, there really is a choice for the child. You can't say things like, do you want to get ready for dinner? When you really mean, get ready for dinner. You know, don't imply that a choice exists when it really doesn't. The same idea of decisions within limits can be used as children get older. As children grow, they can be given more and more responsibility and greater opportunity to make their own decisions. Of course, the decisions will still be within parental limits. Choices about clothes to wear, when to do homework, how to spend allowance can be increasingly turned over to school-aged children. It's important for parents to be supportive of their children's efforts to make decisions. Doing so will increase a child's confidence in his ability to make good decisions. At times, of course, children make choices that parents know beforehand are just not going to work. Sometimes, however, letting children experience for themselves the consequences of their decisions will be a far better teacher than parental advice or authority. Helping children consider alternatives that they haven't considered, then standing back while the child decides is one of the fine arts of parenting. So suppose we wanted to take a trip. What would be the best way to get there? Choosing a route is a lot like the process we go through when we make a decision. We should consider many possible routes or solutions. Next, we should look at the benefits, the costs of each alternative way. Time, comfort, cost, scenery. Then we'll be able to choose the route that will best meet our needs. In the same way, when we make any meaningful decision, we should consider several solutions. Then make our best choice based on the information that we have. 
There are usually a number of ways that we can accomplish this. Making good decisions is the process of identifying the one way that will work best for us in the end. Now, finally, after we've given all possible solutions careful thought and we've made our best decision, we shouldn't look back. We shouldn't regret, oh, parents are so good at being feeling guilty about decisions that they made that weren't the best. We all do that. Later, if our decisions prove to be not the best, we should remember that we made the best decisions we could with the information we had at that time and release any guilt. All right, so let me just review that decision-making process very quickly. Five, five steps. Number one, identify the problem or what needs a solution. Then, number two, list all possible solutions. Number three, think about each alternative. Applying your knowledge, your values, your resources, and the ease or difficulty of the possible solution. Number four, discuss the issue with those who care about your welfare and happiness. Number five, choose the best solution. Yep. And then afterwards, if it wasn't the best, (laughs) don't regret it, right? Keep in mind that decision-making doesn't mean that there is just one universal right choice for most issues. Different people choose different ways to solve problems that can be equally successful. All right, my friends, until the next episode, have a beautiful day. And please subscribe to my podcast. Tell your friends about solutions for families and come see me on paulafellingham.com. As always, I send you my love.